Hi, listeners. Welcome back to Motivate, the Motivation and Inspiration Podcast. I'm your host, Dahi D, and today's guest is Paolo Coelho talking about his rules for success. Paolo is one of the most accomplished writers in the world. He wrote The Alchemist, which is one of the best-selling books in the world. He's really big on experiencing and enjoying life and living in the moment, and his rules to success really stand by that. And like in his book, The Alchemist, he's really big on you finding your personal legend. You can't be happy if you go through life doing things that you hate to get things that you really don't want. Find your personal legend. Find what really makes you tick and really get up and go after it. My favorite quote from today's episode is that you know you have abandoned your personal legend when you're doing something without enthusiasm. That is really key. And if you're not getting up every morning and really focusing on what you need to do and attacking it with your best energy, you really don't want to do it. That's it for me today. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoy today's episode. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. You know, it took me years. I knew that I want to be a writer. Mm -hmm. Since I was young and have these megalomaniac things about being the most famous writer in the world. But it's not enough to know what you want. You have to, to do what you want, to be what you want. You know, so a writer implies in writing books. Yeah. Huh? A gardener implies in gardens. You know, but if you, I don't know about today, but if you talk to your father, your mother, if you are from a middle class, I want to be a gardener. Your father said, oh, my son, please go to the university. Yeah. Uh, get a diploma and you can do your gardening during mm-hmm. the weekend, you know. But you love plants. You love the soil. You love, you know. But at the end of the day, you are convinced. And this is not good for the person who is being convinced and for the person who is trying to convince. You are creating this aura of frustration around them. Your background is fairly well documented, that the things you went through which have shaped you, how much of that is really behind you, or how much do those ghosts still haunt you? The, the involvement in, in you know, uh, issues that got you imprisoned and tortured, and uh, you know, the, the drug use and so on. I am myself and my circumstance, I think that, uh, like uh, a Spanish philosopher uses to say. Uh, so who am I? I'm a sum of all the experiences that I lived in my life. That said, of course, I don't look back, because if I look back, I, I may become a starter of salt. Uh, so I try to live my life here, but it is the sum of... Difficult moments, good moments, well, uh, experiences that I had in my life that uh, brought me here in front of, your, of this camera talking to you. Uh, you. You don't live your life in this capitalistic sense uh, uh, that you accumulate knowledge as you accumulate uh, money. No, 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 no. Life is about the present moment. And you're here, you're here now, and then you have an idea or you have something, but uh, that may be a root in your past, 
but you don't know. So what I try to do is to live my life as full as as intensely as I can. You're one of the world's most widely read authors, uh, but you're more than just a writer. You know, you have uh, you've become something of a spiritual icon. How do you regard yourself nowadays? I would totally disagree with you. He's, uh, I'm not a spiritual master or anything. I am someone who is well walking through this life and learning at the same time. What I do is to share my experience because I think life is about sharing. So in this case, I I write. I write things that I feel, and then when the books are out, people identify themselves with my books, but not with my answers, mostly with my questions. Well, that's it. I know you've said that you have nothing to teach, but you have something to share. But it must put some pressure on you when people are looking for answers. Obviously, you're touching something that people are missing in their lives. <laughs> do, do you believe so? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I think that uh, when I write a book, I try to understand myself because it's not easy to, to understand yourself unless you share, as I said, with someone else. So when I, I, I see it, I have no clear idea what I'm going to write about. Sometimes it is a totally unknown part of me who, who does it. So uh, we get inspiration, inspiration meaning uh, getting breathing, getting things from outside to inside. So my books mostly, they, they, they try to share to myself, who am I? Because I'm in the constant process of discovering myself. When you're a child, they think that only you exist. Right. Right? And one day I was by a, a orange tree, and I had the sensation that I was alive. Do you remember the day that you realized that you were alive? No, I don't remember that day. But that's, yeah, I remember. So, so, so. I wish I did, so, but okay. So, but that is, my God, I'm alive. Not only I am alive, but I'm not the center of the universe. And then I realized that I was alive, and there was a lot of things going on outside my, my, child, my childish world. Mm -hmm. you know? and, and so I said, I'm going to pay attention to what is going on. And, and this is how I survive it. I think that you have to take risks all the time. If you don't do that, you, you don't move forward. We are trying to be too conservative in the way that you think life. And the result is that nobody voices out to say, I don't agree with this, I agree with that. So we have to push somehow our, our, our individuality to, to make sure that our voice can be heard. My, my, my personal legend was always to be a writer, and, and uh, finding your personal legend does not mean fulfilling your personal legend, because being a writer means writing books. I cannot just sit and say, okay, I'm a writer. So you write your first book, it may, may or not be successful, then there's the next one, there's the third one, and all of a sudden you realize that uh, you are, your, book, your books are doing very well and you fear success. You have this moment that you think, oh my God, should I write the next book? Do I need to be judged again by the critics, etc.?" And then you realize that your personal legend is about moving on. Go, if you, if you, if you had a dream of becoming a writer, write books. Don't be paralyzed by either success or failure. So I'm in the process, I'm on the journey, of, of my personal legend, not to fulfill it, but to live it as full, as intensely as I can. I fought against all odds 
There is no tradition of uh, a Brazilian writer to be translated. There is no tradition of being published. Uh, I'm published now, I think, in 56 languages, uh, uh, which is very impressive. So, uh, for example, only in India, I'm publishing 80 different languages. In, in, in Spain, I'm publishing in four different languages. Uh, so I could never ever dream. I could, uh, I, well, I, I don't imagine myself sitting in my apartment in Rio de Janeiro and say, oh, I want to be such a successful writer. And people had to read my book. <laughs> Because at the end of the day, who promotes the book is the reader. Why did my book travel so well? Uh, to such uh, different places like uh, Iran and Israel. Uh, my highest uh, readership per capita is Iran and Israel. They have 4.5, uh, uh, every 4.5 houses uh, in, in these two countries, uh, they have at least one book of mine. So there is no recipe. From the moment that you try to find a recipe, uh, I think you are lost because you lose the most important thing in you, that it is your spontaneity. I would also like to use the word innocence. Not innocence in the sense of being naive, but innocence in the sense of being open, of seeing everything as a child and be amazed and surprised and, and, and enjoying, discovering life every single day. You are here to honor something called the miracle of life. You can be here to, well, to fulfill your hours and days with something that it is meaningless. Yeah. But you know that you have a reason to be here. Yeah. It is the only thing that gives you enthusiasm. Right. You know? Yeah. And you know when you are betraying your personal legend, when you are doing something without enthusiasm. Yeah. And worse, you know that you have this good excuse, I'm not ready, which is just an excuse. Uh -huh. No, you say, no, I'm not ready, I have to wait for the right moment, you know, uh, now I have to feed my family. Come on, your family wants to see you happy. Yes. Your daughter, your husband, your wife, They don't want to see you there sitting in a work that you hate. Right. Even if it gives you tons of money. When my first book, The Alchemist, started being successful, I was already 42. So I was mature enough to, to learn that everything is a gift and you have to treasure and respect it as, as a gift and not to, to be crazy because you're successful. So I had, before that, uh, that huge success, times, very difficult times, and, 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 uh, and I learned a lot about it. Luck, coincidence, and faith. In The Alchemist, I wrote, when you want something, the whole universe will conspire for you to have it. This means that when you put your vibration, your energy, call it whatever you want to call, into the air, somehow the soul of the world is affected. I think that the coincidence is the language of the stars. For something to happen, so many forces 
had to be put in action according to the ancient alchemists and to the physicists of today everything is one thing only today we call it atom everything is made of atoms if everything is totally connected whatever you do interfere in the rest of the world So, science is when you look around and you see, oh my God, the universe is talking to me. I have to understand this language. How can you understand any language? Is by taking the risks. Not being afraid of making mistakes. So, you start to learn this language using something that you denied so far your intuition. And you need to use your intuition. And you need to be brave enough to dive deep into this unknown universe and say, I'm going to learn this language. Thank you guys so much for watching. I made this video because Andre F asked me to. So if there's a famous entrepreneur that you want me to profile next, leave it in the comments below and I'll see what I can do. I'd also love to know which of Paolo's comments had the biggest impact on you and why. What change are you gonna make in your business or life as a result of watching this video? Leave it in the comments and I will join in the discussion. I also wanna give a quick shout out to Dina Harbour from womenobtainingwealth.com. Dina, thank you so much for buying a copy of my book. It really means a lot to me. For those of you watching, if you want a chance at a shout out in a future video, make sure to pick up a copy of the book and email in your receipt so we can keep track. Thank you guys so much for watching. Continue to believe or whatever your one word is and I'll see you soon. What is inspiration? Inspiration is breathing, right? So you put what is outside, inside of you, and then you expire. So inspiration is something that everybody has, not only writers, everybody has when you or she or he do things with love. It is connected to this energy that we don't understand, we can explain, 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 but it is connected with the energy of love. If you enjoy what you're doing, you're going to be inspired to share with other people. However, inspiration, you cannot guide inspiration. Inspiration is a boat, and you are in this boat, in a sea. So there is this gigantic sea and your boat is taking you. Inspiration is guiding you. Inspiration is this wind that is guiding you towards your destiny. If you try to guide inspiration, you are lost. You can do it, of course, but then go and write a technical book. What you need to do, what at least I need to do when I sit down to write is to have an overall idea, as I mentioned in my previous podcast, but then allow myself to be guided by this overall, overall idea. I go into this boat of inspiration, I sit here every morning when I'm writing a new book. When I was writing a left, normally I started at 11 o'clock in the morning, 
And then, of course, I had the ideas of the previous night where I was upstairs in my bed thinking, tomorrow I need to write about this, this, and this, and this. And I took a lot of notes. Then I sit here, I read these notes, and I said, oh, let's, let's try to do this, but I know it's not going to work. And then you start using your notes to write the next page, the next chapter, but the notes are not connected with your inspiration or my inspiration. So after half an hour trying to do this or that, I finally get into this boat because you need discipline also to go into this boat. And I allow myself to be guided. 